Welcome to the Loaded Goat. I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. Chris, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Oh, so full. You know, this year was another slight disappointment because for years I've been lobbying to leave the dry turkey in the past and move on to fried chicken. We still, I still have not been successful in that effort. How was yours? Did you have to eat turkey? I had to eat turkey. I mean, I always welcome eating turkey. I, I mean, what's your, you see, so you'd rather just do fried chicken. I'm not knocking fried chicken. It just seems, but th- Thanksgiving seems like a, you must eat turkey. It, I'm not thankful for the turkey. It's a, it's a dry bird. You know, we don't eat turkey other than, you know, with some Havarti in, on a nice sandwich. But even to do that, you got to layer it up with mayonnaise so that it's got some, some moisture to it. You know, I like the stuffing, I like, but, you know, other than that, I think the meal could use a revamp. Traditions are meant to be broken, Aaron. This is what I'm here to do. So what? So how does this go with your family when you try to talk to them about switching anything out, or do you talk to them about? Do you not talk to them about it and just complain to me? Uh, it's probably a little bit of both. No, I formally made the pitch before Thanksgiving this year to move to fried chicken, but it's not going to happen. How, it, um, it who, didn't happen. Did, so what did they tell you? Did they just say absolutely not? No one thinks I'm serious. No one takes me serious, Aaron. But you—that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm, and to be honest with you, I hate to break this to you. I don't take you all that serious. So, I mean, that's something you need to be aware of. Uh, well, to my fans. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll move on. I hope you get to make it over to KFC or someplace uh, in the next in the next day or Muslims two. Muslims chicken guy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, so today we're reviewing Aunt B the Warden. So, we find out that there were two rocks in the 1960s. One was Alcatraz Island on the on the west yeah, coast, right. and on the east coast, you had basically Aunt B's house at May in Mayberry, North Carolina. Do you think was Alcatraz known as the Rock before? Yeah, it was. It was okay. known as the Rock for a long time. I mean, obviously, it was immortalized. The name was immortalized in the movie The Rock, but it had been referred to that for decades. I, I loved it. I thought that was such a fun little little element of the episode yeah you know this is an episode i feel where there's a lot of aunt b focused episodes that i'm just kind of they're okay i'm just not i'm like okay with the plot line i'm not but it's like some some of them just don't seem to work i don't think i'm the only andy griffith show fan that feels this way this was a really funny and b episode yeah couldn't agree more yeah so the episode first aired on march 12 1962 we open with a police car moving down a dirt road with the sirens blaring. At the jail, Barney hears the car pull up and Andy gets out covered in dirt with a bandaged hand. His hand was actually really hurt. Uh, the official story was that he had injured his hand while building a toy garage for his son, but other accounts are that he lost his temper and put his hand through a door or a wall. Oh, really? Yeah. Andy Griffith. Andy oh, Griffith. Hothead. Andy Griffith was a hothead. He had a, he had a, he had a, a bit of a temper on him well 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 it, it's you know i did like the way that i don't think they anticipated for him to look all roughed up probably when they wrote it but because he had a broken wrist right it made sense to uh to you know give him a little a few scuffs on the face it really work out well yeah he looks about as disheveled or as roughed up as i think i've ever seen him on the show for sure but he still kept his yeah. cool kept his cool kept his cool he's arrested four people 
Um, Barney gets excited and pulls out his gun wanting to do something. I just, it always cracks me up that whenever they've got handcuffed people, Barney just his immediate thing is to draw his pistol. You're just kind of, that's usually somebody's last resort. That's almost Barney's first resort is to pull his pistol out. Yep. Yep. This, you know, I think they've, they've tried to teach different things to police officers since, since then, but we don't know that. We don't need to get into police reform right now, Aaron. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought I was just making a comment <laughs> about Barty. You're, you're the one who took it in that direction, but you're the one I imagine at Thanksgiving last year, you probably were always trying to steer the conversation towards politics. You're that type of guy. Gotta stir the pot if you're gonna keep the soup warm. There you go. Turns out that those arrested are the Gordon boys who have been running a still. Um, Barney declares that the prison's a maximum security prison, and Andy says that they ought to make it a little more maximum by moving the key away from the um, from the cells, which is which is reasonable. <laughs> Good line. Good line. Yeah. So later, Barney is admiring the full jail, and in comes Otis, drunk and looking to get get in a cell. The Gordon boys accuse him of telling Andy where the still was. And Otis says he didn't say that. He says he found a better quality whiskey that delivers. Apparently, the precursor, oh. to drizzly, precursor to drizzly. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's what, it's what he found here. <laughs> uh, this episode, and starting here, just really lets Otis shine in a way that's wonderful. You, that could be such a flat character and reoccurring trope. And it's just a blast each time. And I like that they gave him the room to grow here, which maybe this is a little bit of what saves kind of some of the the boringness of, of Ampy's episodes or predictability of Ampy's episodes, not boringness. I agree. I mean, Hell Smith is great in the scene. He's great throughout the episode. Andy decides if they put Otis in the cell with the Gordon boys, first of all, there's not enough room, but they'll kill him if they, if they put him in there. If they don't kill him, they'll really beat him, beat him up. Yeah, no good. Yeah. So Andy says he'll take Otis home. Maximum security say- and maximum safety prison. Ma- Yes, yes. I mean, he brought Andy and Barney off for both. Andy says he'll take Otis home and he can serve his time there. And of course, Barney's not paying attention and accidentally hangs up the keys. And one of the Gordon boys tries to grab it and Barney slaps his hand. It's just funny. Yeah, I like it. At the Taylor household, Aunt B, Clara and Mary Lansing are baking cakes for their church social. Andy pulls up with drunk Otis and takes him inside. If I were to say before, like... And I know that this is part of Aunt B's fear, like having Claire as the stiff one, right? The tall one. Yeah. Yeah. If to have her in the house when Otis comes home is really, really a, a lovely element because she's, you know, the biggest hootie to do in oh, maybe yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, she would be she would be talking. Um, she would be talking so much um, and talk and, and just carrying on so much about Otis coming in the house. Didn't I have a what, theory a couple of weeks ago that she was married to Otis? You didn't. I thought so too. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> yeah. The only thing we would have been nicer to see, but I don't think it worked out timing wise would have been Emma Brandt yep. and Clara in a, in a doing, doing scenes together. That would, that would have been great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, and, when when Andy brings drunk Otis in, Aunt B is very upset, but Andy says they'll take him upstairs. Otis then proceeds to drink water from a vase, and <laughs> Andy puts Otis to bed, and he pours water all over himself. This may be the longest scene of someone getting a drunk inside a drunk person inside and a bed in television history. I mean, it goes on for several minutes. It also made me uncomfortable 
if I spill water on the bed, I'm trying to dap that up immediately. And they yeah. were still just fine with it. And then they doubled down on it later in the episode. Yeah, I mean, what I am amazed at is if Otis is that drunk, the level of energy he still has to get get up and keep moving and keep doing things. I mean, I just figure Otis would just want to go go right to sleep. Yeah, the other drinking uh, vase water, that's a big risk because that stuff turns fast and it can get pretty yeah. stinky. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's yeah, got all that dirt and bacteria in it too. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it can be dangerous. So in the kitchen, Clara asks Aunt B why she keeps staring at the door. And Otis gets out of bed and wanders downstairs with the vase and staggers into the kitchen and says he came in to fill his vase. And then we go to we go to commercial. <laughs> at least he's hydrating. At least he is hydrating. He's Not doing his first the, hangover. The, the, first, the first step to, do, to averting a hangover is to, is to drink water. Typically not from a vase, though. That's, that's the key. I find seltzer water is also very refreshing. Oh, good to know. Good to know. So after the break, Aunt B is pouring Andy coffee at breakfast, and she is irritated. And Andy says he'll, he'll, um, he'll leave um, and give her instructions for Otis breakfast. But Andy says, look, Otis will just wake up and he'll leave. You don't have to worry about anything. And at the jail, Barney comes in with materials and says he's going to help the Gordon boys with rehabilitation. He has a Mr. Potato set, a wood carving set, a leather craft set, and a metal craft set. So I was listening to this and I I picked up on the the metal carving set, but it was such a like small deal and not a single one of them kind of like perked up with that. I mm-hmm. expected the first guy to ask for the metal carving set and not the Mr. Potato Head, but because he didn't, I had decided that that wasn't actually going to be an issue. You know, it's been so long since I've seen this one um, really and, and watched it in detail. I'd forgotten that point because I did hear metal carving and I'm like, wait a minute, this could be <laughs> bad. But then the guy asked for the Mr. Potato set. What would you have I, taken? Well, I mean, I first of all, I wouldn't have been arrested for running a moonshine still, so I don't know. Yeah, you're I mean, too crafty. They, I'm not too crafty. I would. I don't run a moonshine still. And if they put me in jail and they said we're going to rehabilitate you, I'd be like, can I have a book? I mean, I don't. I don't know what I'd. Um, I don't know what I would have taken. But I suppose if I was going to take something, I probably would have taken the leather set. Oh, really? Interesting. I would have gone for the potato head because then you can play with it afterward. So back at the Taylor house. Aunt B brings Otis his breakfast and he says he will sleep and take his breakfast later. He says he's a prisoner in the house and expects to be treated as one. Aunt B has clearly had enough. Do you think that there were elements of, you know, not quite applicable, but the Geneva Conventions for home arrests? I don't think that really applied. I think, I think Otis, I think Otis not taking his breakfast when it was ready and cooked to his specificity really irked dmv yeah that would irk me yeah let alone if i'm you know running running the rock she so amy's finally had enough she barges in and tells otis that if he's a prisoner she's the warden she dumps water on him and puts him to work later otis is cutting the grass washing windows and chopping wood and every time he rests aunt b scolds him and Andy pulls up and comes in to find Otis scrubbing the floor. He begs to get out of there and that and, and says that he has never worked so hard in his life. And B, Andy's very amused. How tough she's being is a little aggravating considering how lax she was on the guy that was swindling her out of all those meals and sleeps all not too long ago. 
Well, that guy had personality. Um, Otis, Otis does not, does not at this point. And well, you know, she kind of had a little crush on that you gotta guy. Cut the boy some slack. Yeah, that's fair. But Otis is married. He's not. There's, you know, he's not Aunt Beast type. He's not available. That that um, that ne'er do well who was, you know, just you know taking advantage of Aunt B with some cooking and and clean and cooking. Um, that was that was a different case. All right. So Andy pull when Andy is sees you know um, when Andy sees Otis and he's upset he says it's back to the jail with the Gordon brothers or keep working and Otis says what a mess I've made of my of my life that may be the truest statement <laughs> on this entire episode the correction has finally worked though it's rehabilitation yeah. not just punishment on the porch Otis tries to leave and Aunt B asks him if he spilled the wood box. And he says he hasn't. She tells him to get to it, snaps her fingers. He looks out the window and sees a painter next door. He gets him to bring the ladder. Otis, so Otis can climb down. Why does he still have his shoes off? I don't know. Okay. He's there, he's face to face with Aunt B, and she tells him to vacuum the hall. She tells him to go vacuum the hall, snaps her fingers. He might have had his shoes off so he could have a better grip going down on his feet going down the ladder. That may have been, may have been part of it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was just confused. Later. Roy's laundry uh, service comes by and Aunt B drops off the laundry. And when she sees Otis is not around, she tells the laundry service to stop and she beats the laundry with I a love broom. This. Yeah, Otis yells and climbs out and Andy, Aunt B puts him back to work. <laughs> I also like how casually she she knows that he's breaking out and then she does, she just tells him to get back to work. There's no punishment for him trying to leave. It's just, oh, you, she treats him like a toddler. Yeah, yeah she does. Other than beating him with the broom. Other than beating him with the broom, well, she didn't beat him that hard. It was just kind of rustling him out out from under the uh, uh, bags of clothes. And then when Andy comes home, Aunt B is knitting, and Otis comes downstairs, cleaned up, saying he's going to quit drinking because he doesn't want to go back to the rock. And that's his nickname for doing housework for Aunt B. Uh, Barney shows up and later is after Otis has really been fully rehabilitated, which, spoiler alert, Otis is not fully rehabilitated. I just, I just want to let you know you're going to see Otis having some ish drinking, drinking okay. again. So just, right. just, just, I don't want to, I, I don't want to just, you know, dash your pull the rug out from under you. But just so you know that. Okay. Yeah, but Barney shows up saying the prisoners escaped because one of the one of them used the metal craft kit to make a pass key, and we go to commercial. Which is I mean, just really funny. Yeah, it's great. We saw, and this was this did surprise me. I like the way they delivered it. Very not predictable. Yeah. yeah. By the way, it was now directed. in syndication, this this ended before Barney showed up because we couldn't just have it end with the prisoners escaping because you know and then they'd cut the epilogues in syndication, so it would basically end with Otis being rehabilitated. Yep. But in the epilogue, Barney and Andy have caught the Barney and Andy have caught the Gordon boys, and they take them to the Taylor household, and they say, "We've heard about this place." It's the rock. And Aunt B puts them to work and says, sometimes you got to be ruthless. She's, I mean, she found her calling. This is pretty good. I've got no complaints yeah. with how she managed this situation. It really let Andy put her in a tough situation and she really rose to the occasion. I agree. I would have I liked agree. to have seen really like did. Opie out, out in the backyard, like selling cigarettes or something. Well, that's a little dark. Pushing, you know, pushing uh, cigarettes, bringing cakes. I don't know. Some sort of role for the, for the boy in the, in the prison. That would be really funny if like, if they, cause I mean, Opie's obviously not old enough to buy cigarettes, but they're like, 
what were you able to get? And he's like, I got magazines, yeah, I got exactly. comic books, I got, you know, I got, I got all kinds of, of yeah. I got all these yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So how many whistles would you give this? I'd give this one seven. Solid, funny, non-traditional, good Otis moments. What about you? I would give it, I would give it seven as well. Seven up. Seven up. Any final thoughts? No, but if you're welcome to stay at my house, if you do all the work that Otis did as well. I'm going to pass on pass on that offer. I'd I'd make the same offer to you, but I know that would just really that would just be me wishing the sun, you know the sun wasn't going pretending like the sun wasn't going to come up. You're not going to do the work. Uh, I, we know that's going to take place. Nope. Well, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Loaded Goat Pod, and if you have any questions, please go to loadedgoat.net and submit one. Uh, next up, we have the county nurse, and in the meantime, Christopher. For an honor of you to help you rehabilitate, I'm going to be sending you a Mr. Potato Head set in the mail. Aw, I'll make sure it looks just like this.